0: So for the next uh, presentation we have iris uh, joining us she'll be talking about the five distinct traits of highly effective marketing teams uh, so yeah over to you iris
1: thank you deborati um yeah so um welcome everyone to the b2b binge session my name is iris and i'm the marketing director for asia pacific and japan at seismic and we are a sales and marketing enablement platform for B2B businesses to create more compelling buying experiences using content analytics, automation, and um, also content management. So today, what I'm going to do is share with you what are the five distinct traits of highly effective marketing teams. We have quite a bit of content to get through, so I'll try and get through all of that, and we'll have time for some Q&A. Um, So onto the first trait for highly effective marketing teams. The first quality is that these teams have very strong alignment with their sales teams, and they tend to have a very collaborative mindset. And what we can see from some of the research coming out of Salesforce is that with the top marketers, they have a very strong understanding of what sales needs to succeed. And over 90% of them also know how their marketing efforts will impact individual accounts and customers. So that's really important because that means they have a very good handle, um, you know, in terms of how the prospects are going through the sales uh, process and engine as well. And Marketo has also done some research and they found that um, when teams are highly aligned between sales and marketing, you actually see 209 more revenue from marketing so that's a very compelling reason um, for teams to be highly aligned with one another and this is what you'll you'll tend to see with a lot of um, you know high performing marketing teams so here's a couple of examples of how you can actually Um, you know take a practical approach to align the two teams sales and marketing together Um, what I would recommend is really go for a single source of truth in terms of your content one is a a system that can pull content from different repositories and have them consolidated in the one central location so it makes it really fast and easy for your customer facing teams to access the content and what you also want to be able to do is make sure that your marketing content in the system has the ability to um, go through automated version controls uh, content updates and expiration Um, so in that way you can have much more efficient way of managing the content lifecycle tends to be a pitfall with a lot of marketing teams where they spend a whole lot of resources and time trying to manage you know content as um, you know, as they get retired or, you know, some of the information becomes outdated, they go the manual update processes and that takes up a lot of time, resources, and um, attention away from more revenue generation initiatives. So- If you have an intelligent content lifecycle management system, you'll be able to automate a lot of those processes and make sure that the sales teams only access the most up to date content. And this helps to ensure that, you know, the facts and figures are up to date. And this is very important for highly regulated industries where if you have something that's obsolete or, you know, incorrect, it could become a compliance risk and also you make sure that it's a consistent buyer experience because you might have produced a lot of great content in your marketing campaigns but when the prospects are being handled by the sales teams um they want to be able to share you know the most up-to-date content as well so you wouldn't want them to be taking a piece of content from two years ago and sharing it and um you know that creates a very fragmented buyer experience the second trait that you'll see with highly Uh, you know, effective marketing teams is that they have a very strong focus on creating personalized and connected customer journeys. Now, what does that mean? Uh, Let's take research that has been done. On24 did some research and they found that with the high-performing marketing teams, they um, actually agree that they create dedicated materials that support the entire customer journey, not just the top of the funnel. It goes all the way through to closure of the deal. Now, um, Salesforce also find that uh, these type these high performing marketing teams are also nine point seven times more likely to create personalized omni channel experiences. Finally, uh, McKinsey has done some studies and they analyzed some surveys that were produced by the um, you know the uh, National Advertisers Association, and they found that. The high performing teams value automation as a critical capability to, div- to li- deliver consistent and personalized customer experiences. So as you can see, automation plays a very key role here to be able to generate those types of customized uh, customer experience that we're talking about. So that leads me to what is a practical way to actually create that kind of personalized experience. One of the things you can look at is personalization at scale. And being able to extend that capability to the sales teams. So with good marketing uh, teams, they are very proficient in personalization at scale for marketing activity but the best-in-class marketers take it a step further. They're able to extend this capability to the sellers as well. They can enable the sellers by by atomizing not just content, but text, images, and all kinds of different uh, information. And uh, they can set up the the collateral in such a way using technology uh, to be able to enable to self-serve and customize content assets in matter of minutes not not hours and this is very powerful because by having these templates they're editable and you still have the controls to be able to set which are the uh, elements that cannot be changed or they're locked down what you're doing is you're driving brand compliance and consistent messaging we as marketers often see that you know teams spend time trying to customize materials for their clients and uh, a lot of times those may not be compliant with brand standards so you can avoid that risk by um, having the right technology to do this kind of self-serve personalization for the sales teams and this is a great way to differentiate the, the buyer experience because you're creating that connected experience from the marketing activities all the way through to the sales interactions with the prospects and it also reduces ad hoc sales requests. Um, we often get you know, uh, our sales teams coming to us saying, hey, you know, can you please customize this slide deck for me? Can you please create this one pager brochure for me? And sometimes this could take up a lot of time and attention. And again, you know, you can better use your time and uh, be more efficient with your marketing resources if you can reduce that type of ad hoc request and allow the sellers to do. That degree of self-service and have that flexibility while still keep within the brand guidelines um, the third trait that we we would see in highly effective marketing teams is that they would use insights to optimize the customer engagement and by, uh and the marketing operations so what that basically means is that with a high performers, they're able to capture engagement insights across the buyer's journey and utilize those insights to maximize buyer engagement. Um, We found from uh, some of the studies done by Salesforce that 57% of the high performers, they would adapt marketing strategy and tactics based on customer interactions. And they are also 7.3 times more likely to use customer data to create more relevant experiences. And what you'll find is that um, these high-performing teams also tend to capture customer insights and they feed it back to the marketing programs to improve performance. We've found that 30% of um, the high performers tend to do that versus just 11% of the low performers. So that's a big difference, right, from uh, from the McKinsey studies. Now, let's take a look at what that looks like um, on the practical level, what you can do um, you know, uh, as a practical step for using insights. So what we wanna share here is basically taking um, you know, engagement analytics of content shared by sellers and then enabling the sellers to be able to utilize these types of insights to tailor their next conversation. Um, And this is very granular, right? With the right technology, you can get down to how much time the prospect is spending on a specific document. Um, They spent two seconds on page one, they skipped pages three, four and five, Um, they spent one minute on page 10 and two minutes on page 20. So if you have that level of granular analytics, you can very quickly understand What is resonating with the prospects and for your sellers, they find that very powerful because they will be able to tailor their conversation by focusing on those pain points. um, Highlighted in the page that you know the prospects were spending the most time and they can decide what's the next best action to engage uh, the buyer and they can tailor their conversations and build customers and trust based on that and for you as a marketer you can look at all these insights at an aggregate level and you can optimize um, the content development so if you know okay you know a lot of the buyers were spending time on page 20 what was on page 20 maybe those message points and those data points should be you know highlighted earlier in the document so as you start to create new versions of that content you're going to surface that level of messaging and data points a lot earlier in in the collateral rather than having it buried in page 20. So all of a sudden you now have insights to help you optimize your content creation and be much more relevant to the buyer and it also helps you to drive operational efficiencies because if you can see what's the content adoption uh, for the prospects as they interact with the sellers you can see which pieces of content are most effective in moving deals forward uh, in the sales cycle And you will want to produce more of those pieces of content. And then for the underperforming pieces of content, maybe it's time to, you know, retire them. And given the current situation with COVID-19 where everyone is being impacted from a, you know, business performance and economic standpoint, um, doing, doing, uh, you know, less, um, doing more with less becomes very important. You want to be able to, you know, be more efficient with your marketing spend so it's time to maybe call back on those underperforming pieces of content that isn't delivering results so high performance also enables sellers to deliver content at the right time right so um, if you look at again some of the research done by Salesforce you'll find that uh, the high-performing marketers tend to actively map the customer journey across the entire so not just within the marketing team Uh, they're also 8.1 times more likely to deliver the right message on the right channel at the right time and uh, research from on 24 also found that these high-performing teams they tend to provide commercial insights content to help sales have more intelligent relevant conversations so what does that look like on a practical term Um, you can look at idea of predictive content. With predictive content, um, what you're able to do is to help the sellers take, um, you know, uh, another step around tailoring their conversations. You can utilize the right technology to recommend the most relevant content aligned to the buying journey and aligned to the opportunity stages within the CRM environment that they are very familiar with. And by doing that, uh, you're helping to optimize the buyer experience because now the sellers know when's the right time to share the right content at different stages of the the, uh, deal cycle. And um, this can also be prioritized based on an AI driven predictive engine. Uh, The predictive engine can tell which content pieces have Proven to be effective in other deals, and they can actually serve it up in, uh, you know, the the seller's CRM environment. So they can see, oh, for this particular revenue opportunity, for this particular account, they're at, you know, the fourth stage of the buying journey. Um, we should be, you know, serving up certain case studies, and those are the case studies that have proven to resonate the best and proven to be the most effective in moving deals to the next stage. So they have a lot of confidence that you know they're gonna be successful. Um, and you're actually helping to improve the deal progression rate as well as replicate those winning patterns so there's a consistent performance um, you know from from the seller's point of view so you can see here that marketing's getting much more involved in the in the buying journey beyond just the top of the funnel you're actually looking at deal acceleration and helping sales to win deals and close deals so um, That really takes me to the next point, which is the fourth trait of highly effective marketing teams. Um, Top marketers actually measure marketing contribution to revenue, right? They, They measure what is the impact of marketing activity to revenue. So they don't just look at Number of leads. They don't just look at MQLs. They don't just look at pipeline. They actually look at revenue outcomes. They measure those metrics that matter the most to the business, which is very aligned to what Jonathan was talking about earlier in terms of you know actual uh, sales results, right? Uh, not the vanity metrics like you know how many likes and how many people attended you know your event, that sort of thing. With um, some of the research we've seen from Forrester and Gartner, you'll find that majority of the marketing leaders measure marketing impact on revenue and also CEOs are now expecting CMOs to lead revenue growth. So as marketing leaders, we've got a strong accountability towards revenue outcomes. And you'll find that um, Google has also provided some research results that leading marketers tend to use strategic metrics like gross revenue or customer lifetime value to measure campaign effectiveness, not just, you know, number of leads generated. So we got to think beyond lead generation and really look at revenue impact. Here's an example of using um, the seismic platform where you can actually track which pieces of content is contributing to uh, the revenue outcomes. So uh, you can see from that uh, dashboard view that certain documents are connected with um, the specific deal value. And um, you can see that they are much more effective compared to some of the other pieces of content. By having the visibility and connecting the actual content pieces to revenue outcomes, you're able to demonstrate how marketing is um, making a difference to the the business performance and the revenue outcomes. And you can also start to prove um, the ROI of your marketing investments, particularly around content development. And this is important because 40% of marketing budget actually goes into content development and content marketing. So you want to be able to prove that ROI if almost half of your budget is going to that type of activity. And this is a great way to actually show that it's not just helping with pipeline, it's actually helping to contribute to the deal outcomes as well yeah yeah we're at the final slide so basically with the fifth trade is that um you know you have to be a very adaptable and resilient storyteller so with the COVID 19 situation a lot of marketing teams have had to adapt to the sudden Onset of, you know, unexpected circumstances with the public health crisis and what we're finding is that um, There are some skills marketing leaders are looking for in future marketing talent and that is uh, The ability to pivot as new priorities emerge being creative and innovative and at the same time being able to navigate ambiguity because we're now living in very uncertain times and we're living in very disruptive times and finally i want to leave with everyone is that the essence of compelling buyer experiences is storytelling so if you want to become a highly effective marketer you need to be a very uh, strong storyteller and a digital storyteller so i challenge everyone to become a master in digital storytelling that's all i have and we're uh, open for some questions
0: thanks aries thank you so much Uh, So we'll take up the questions really quickly. So the first question that we have is, how do you plan a cross-learning session within Teams?
1: Um, So with cross-learning, that's a great question. Um, I think one of the great ways to do that um, is to actually do um, like uh, quick tutorials where you have um, different teams Um, teach one another so I know in when to give you an example when the COVID-19 hit um, our teams have had to pivot to digital very quickly so what we did was we got um, certain marketing uh, teams that were specialized in digital activities to um, start sharing knowledge with other teams that were focused on the in-person interactions and experiences so in that way they started to cross-pollinate their knowledge and the learning and that was the fastest way for us to do the cross learning and it was very much in the form of uh, virtual sessions, uh, virtual tutorials and virtual classes that we held um, within our own team. Another thing that I would strongly encourage everyone to do is to look at some of the the courses online uh, there are a lot of courses on Coursera or Udemy where they provide you very uh, very snackable learning uh, content that, that doesn't take a very long time to you know pick up those new skills so I would also strongly encourage you to look at some of these online courses through um, through providers like Udemy and uh, Coursera you. Okay.
0: so uh, The next question is what are the tools used to manage a digital marketing ecosystem? What exactly do you use at SeSMIC?
1: yeah that's a great question so for us um, we utilize uh, mark the marketing automation system and uh, we have Marketo as what we use as a platform we also like to drink our own champagne as they call it so we use seismic very heavily predominantly to drive closer alignment with our sales teams so as you know um, for marketing we generate leads and we typically pass the marketing qualified leads to our sales reps to follow up and for our client development reps they um, you know find that it's really good to have um, you know a tool like size make where they can uh, share content and get the analytics around it so they can tailor the conversations. And for us as marketers, we can see all of that analytics at an aggregate level. So that's one platform we use a lot. Um, And we also use uh, webinar platforms now given the COVID-19 situation heavily as well to drive virtual events. And uh, we've been using a platform called On24. So hopefully that helps too, yeah
0: so the next question that we have is do marketers with tech background have an edge over non-techies how do you how can they cope up
1: yeah that's a great question absolutely without a doubt given the current age that we're in and also with the latest you know global events without a doubt that you need to have a strong uh, you know tech expertise or or uh, you need to upskill yourself from on the tech front So if you don't already have that background, that's not too late, you know l- Learning is a lifelong process. So what I would encourage you to do as I was mentioning uh, Get onto some of the online courses. They are fast. They are easy to go through uh, They're snackable. They're online So get through those classes and start to upskill yourself in terms of digital capabilities in terms of if you're in the b2b sales area in terms of virtual selling remote selling there are a lot of these types of uh courses now available and you also want to want to join some of the uh societies like you know uh there are some um societies like the sales enablement society they they help to you know uh provide very useful um sessions where you can get experts to share knowledge so join some of those so i think that would be my um recommendation
0: right uh, so the next question that we have is if you're building a new marketing
1: team today, how will your team structure be? That's another great question. So, um, there's no one answer fits all. Unfortunately, it really depends on which stage of the business development your company is in right now. So, um, if you're still um, actually in the early days you will not have you know suddenly a huge amount of resources to build a large team so that's when you need to think about you know having a very lean organization and do more with less and that's when you need to think about hiring someone who has skills across multiple areas so they they would they wouldn't be you know just specialized in one specific part of marketing they would tend to have skills across a broader set of marketing activities and functions and you build up you know, starting with with that as as the starting point um, and over time you can start to bring in more uh, team members who might have specialized skills. Um, if you know you are uh, if you are at a point where the company is ready to scale and you've got a huge amount of budget, or uh, you know you've given a lot of headcount, then what I would suggest you to do is to you know structure your team around a few key functions. It's very important to have um, PR and media relations, and um, that you also want to have someone who's focused on demand generation and uh, that could t- take many forms whether it's digital in-person events and so on um, you also want to have somebody um, who's able to actually drive product marketing or a solution and uh, marketing if you're in you know the tech space that is very important because it is it is all about positioning you know this the product and service that you're you're selling so those are the very um, I would say fundamental functions and if you do have uh, you know some additional budget or headcount you can start looking into other areas like account based marketing and so on but I would say as a starting point make sure you have uh, someone looking at demand generation someone looking at you know the brand and awareness um, and also someone looking at uh, the Positioning of this of the solution and services. And obviously, as a marketing leader, you want to be the custodian of the overall brand, um, brand strategy, and so on. Um, so that's something to think about as well. Thank you so sure. much. Thank Thanks you. for having me. Bye. bye Hey, thank you for watching the recording. Do check us out at Amplus b 2
0: Bench for more such killer content. Also, don't forget to go to ww.aplas.com and book your free demo for Amplus Enterprise version to rank your next customer.